Hey everybody, Susan Finch here, your host for All Volunteer, All Heart from Binky Patrol. And today, I don't know if we want to call it a blast from the past, but <laughs> getting reacquainted with a fantastic volunteer. And it wasn't just him. It wasn't just Tim Johnson. It was Tim and Valerie. It was their kids. It was everybody. And it was everybody that Tim was in contact with that became part of Binky Patrol. Tim, welcome. It is so good to see you. It's been a long time. It's been far too long, Susan. Very happy to be here. Well, and always happy to talk about volunteer stuff and, and Binky Patrol. Well, thank you. It's probably been 15. No, it's been more than that. It's been over yeah. 20 years, probably 22, 23 years since BMC Software came on board with us after you came on board. And, and I think Valerie got you involved. Can you tell us how you came to find Binky Patrol? Uh, well, well, it was a two-pronged effort. Uh, one, my wife, I had uh, for her birthday, I bought her one of those fancy schmancy um, CNC type sewing machines that did embroidery and all this other stuff. And she's always been quilting focused and craft, handicraft focused and stuff like that. And I think she heard about Binky Patrol through an article in the Orange County Register, some things that you did down in, in Laguna Beach to get it kicked off and so forth. At the same time, the company I was working for at the time, BMC Software, put together a global program about the community relations. And they pushed it down to, they had some budget assigned and they pushed the actual activities down to the local offices so that they could choose what activities that they wanted to get involved with. And I have a hard time I have a trick right hand is somebody says, does anybody want to? And it goes, yes, I'll volunteer. <laughs> you know? And so I jumped on the committee and wound up sharing it quite by accident. But we, one of the things that we put together was it had to have local impact. It had to have somebody involved from the company locally for it to be something that we would get involved with and get funded. So it all kind of came together at the same time. And, and good grief, giving blankets to kids who need them. That's an easy sell, so yeah. it all it all came together at that time. So that's uh, that's how we got how we got started with it. We talked. I was with Carolyn Barrent on another episode, and we were talking about the lobby at BMC Software, and how you even had fabric markers there, and squares of fabric that people who were waiting for an appointment or vendors or whomever could f decorate a square that your team your families at BMC software would sew into blankets that would be delivered. Do you remember that piece of it? I'm glad you reminded me, but yeah, that was an easy way to make sure that it wasn't just conceptual, right? That all the employees, they may not have done that. I think we even had a one or two blankets on display as well, just right. as examples. But it's a, you know, it's a no-brainer. It's, it's an easy way to get people participating in it to, you know, if you're waiting for an appointment, you know, why not color a square? You know, there was a number of things that we did. We branched out. Our church did, participated in the, in the there was a binkathon, and we made like 70 blankets over one weekend or something like that. But keeping it in front of people like that is, is a great way to keep it going because, Things can get conceptual. They can get disconnected from it and not mean as much. And so that was a, that was just an easy thing that we put together. So where are you working now? And do they all do they continue that same type of feeling since you're there? About yes. Yes. so tell me um, about what's going on where you are. 
I'm uh, at a company called Clownbees, and we are a primarily virtual organization. Uh, we do have a few offices here and there around the world, but the focus on community, uh, the focus on employee involvement is is very high. And so we're all encouraged to get involved with things. We have what we call bee giving days. You know, we, we riff on the bee pun a lot. And we get a day off once or twice a year to just go volunteer stuff. Don't even have to ask. You just say, I'm out of here and go do it. That's one of the things that I, that I really like about the organization. It is into the local communities. Do you think, I already know the answer to this, but I'm still going to make you say it. How does this affect employee talent attraction and talent retention? Oh, boy. Yeah, it, in the tech industry, man, we're just absolutely struggling to find people. And this is, this is across the board, all, all companies in tech. And it's not just developers, it's marketers, it's sales, it's the whole bit. And the feel and the vibe about the organization has grown in importance significantly over the last five years, and certainly since uh, since the recession, because of how a number of companies chose to deal with remote and the coming back into the office. And well, I tell you, our, our recruiters pounce all over the news of any company saying, we are going back to the office. Oh, yeah? <laughs> don't like that? Well, come to us. We don't have offices type of thing. But the, you know, so, so that vibe of what do we do? How do we compete for talent on a global basis? And that commitment, that real honest commitment to, to community is uh, just one of the, I call them go faster. It's some very old sales training I had. It doesn't close the deal, but it makes the deal go faster. Right. So, you know, we have all these things like the be giving and the time off and, um, I think it's widely important, especially younger people. They're looking for something beyond just make a profit. Yeah. My family got involved with uh, Guide Dogs for the Blind for a while. And uh, there have been a couple of different trade conferences that I've been to where Guide Dogs was there. They had puppies there. Who doesn't like puppies? You know, it's just the same with kids. And um, just to, to get that out there and... and while Cloudbase doesn't do anything officially with that, you know, we do go out of our way to add some local outreach thing when we do when we try to do uh, uh, conferences or or attend things like that. And it, again, it just it makes a difference. It makes you that more attractive to the types of people you want to attract to the company. Exactly. Right. When is the discerning process to? choose you know who do you align yourself with people pick their favorites but sometimes we know that volunteers can be gullible and they if they don't do their due diligence they can say oh this is the best charity in the world and when you look into it, it's like yeah 90 percent of the money goes to salaries and 10 percent doesn't and it goes to program it looks like they're doing great work but they're really not you know what goes into picking choosing verifying making sure you're in alignment with something that's not going to embarrass you for one thing and that's <laughs> legitimate and not scamming you. That's for us. It's in some cases, it's, it's the connection to the actual cause. More importantly, it's the, how much of difference your efforts are actually going to make. Now we did, we did Binky patrol. Um, there's a history of foster care 
uh, in our family and the how demeaning that can really be. And uh, for kids to just have their own blanket to take with them when they go yeah. from one, one house to another. And the I got one Eagle Scout and one uh, one who's now an adult leader with the troop. And the the other thing we got into, I said I got dogs for the blind. That will make a difference. That'll change yes. lives, starting with your own. <laughs> right. But, you know, you raise a dog to help somebody live. Um, yeah. For us, those those are the criteria. And, and I think for somebody who, who wants to get involved, who is community oriented, um, you know, the other thing I'm involved with is Kiwanis and, you know, Kiwanis is a national service organization right. all for kids, blah, 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 blah. Our particular club focuses on raising money so that our school can have a music program. Oh. Not support, can have a music program. And both my sons are fabulous musicians. And um, the uh, long story short, the music director found that my son learned how to play, my older son learned how to play the baritone sax while some things were going on with the family. And she said, called him up, said, Edward, go down to this guy downtown. He's got three berries there. Play, play them all and pick the one you want. We'll buy it. And she had the money to do that, to buy that instrument. It's like 3500 bucks. For oh, I know. Berries. They're expensive. And I joined Kiwanis the next day, basically. <laughs> Because that that's the impact we have in this community. Right. So, I mean, for us, that's that's really what it takes. You brought up a couple of points. One, hats off to you for being able to do guide dogs for the blind. We tried to do canine companions, and we raised a lab, and she broke our heart, and we're just not strong enough. I mean, you know me, I can't even go on deliveries for binkies because I want to take every kid home and keep them forever. And so that's how it is with the dog. And she became a breeder dog, didn't even go to a guy because we made it be okay because oh it's going to help somebody no she's yeah. just making puppies and we want to see the puppies and we were too far <laughs> so we didn't get to have the dog anymore so that heartbreak will probably live on in our lives and trauma and therapy sessions forever but the other piece about teaching at the schools i think some of my greatest joy and the gifts i've ever received was when tom and i volunteer taught art because there were no art programs here in the schools for savannah and austin we have something called art lit and so our art literacy program was bringing in artists in a box with all the projects and the slideshow and everything else and teaching. And since then, I've come up, you know, you're probably aware of School of Rock mm -hmm. from Little Stevie's Van Zant, And that's all free, free curriculum. And they're amazing for any age group, any topic. And these are the things I get behind as well as, of course, Binky Patrol but it is, it's that high impact. I still see kids that they remember the art lessons. They tell me that they remember a specific art lesson. I saw this thing and I thought of you, Mrs. Finch. I went, are you kidding? That was in second grade. <laughs> and it matters to them. Yeah. So these yeah. things that we do, whether it's making blankets or raising dogs or paying for music programs, you're right. Do you have I mean, advice for companies that are trying to find, you know, let's, Let's complete the picture of company culture. What is some advice you would have for them if they don't already have something in place so they don't make it too hard and they don't say no before they even try? I mean, there's a couple of ways. You know, you, you look at the metrics that drive companies and obviously revenue, cost, innovation, but retention and attraction costs are huge. If you're honestly behind it, 
this is, this is probably the biggest key. It can't just be lip service. And my own bias, and I know your bias as well, is to those types of organizations like Binky Patrol, where you are fundamentally making a difference. It's not going to the big gala ball and be right. seen and who knows what the money does and who knows what impact you're having. For, for it to be effective, you have to be honestly behind it. You have to have that local input or control. You can't just say, here are five global, global charities. Yeah, who cares? You know, push it down to the people who make a difference on that and then support the socks off of them. You know, if they need to take a day off during the week to go pack groceries at the food bank because that's what they do, do it. Right. And like we did with the fabric thingies in the, in the, in the lobby, make it easy for people to participate. Make it easy for other people to participate in it without any kind of stretching your hand out or the tin cup or the obligation to it. Is it, hey, if you want to add something, do it, you know, add that way. And that's going to make a difference on the talent, on, on the type of people you, you attract. If that's the type of people you want to attract, right? yes, that will make a difference. It'll make a fundamental difference. It's got to be heartfelt from, from the organization and the, the individuals who are doing it and get involved. It has to fit with what they want to do, and they have to feel this. You brought up a good point about it's beyond the tin cup. It's not passing constantly saying, here's the money we give. Here's the money we want you to give how can you incorporate it when people have conferences, companies have conferences, whether they're virtual, in-person, hybrid, whatever they are, whether they're attending a trade thing. I remember being involved with the NRBA, the National REO Brokers Association. They did a bike build for Make-A-Wish and it was a relay and it was hilarious and fun. And some of the bikes had to be a little revised after. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it got everybody hands-on. They're right there. Yeah. They're involved with little bricks. So they, they go get Legos and raise Legos and take them to the hospitals wherever their members live. And then Little Bricks bus goes around the country and does this. It's very hands-on. The Binkathons that we had, folks, we, I know we keep talking about Binkathons. We're going to go ahead and do an episode just to explain what happens at a Binkathon. But it's making a whole bunch of blankets really fast. And it's a riot. It is so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and it's, it's tangible results at the end. Yes. I mean, we, the church that we were in down in, in uh, Santa Ana is a huge church. We put blankets over every single pew the next day. We covered the place. That's um, a lot of blankets. But it, so moving, you guys are set. Your company that you're with, you have it down. You know what yep. you're doing. You're involved. You know, you just need more staff. <laughs> Because you're growing, which is great. But others, it don't make it hard. I had a yeah. chapter that just called me elated. And she's been with us for three years. She said, I had to tell you. And I don't talk to her that frequently. I haven't probably talked to her in a year and a half, two years. Just because we don't get around to that that often. She says, my chapter just doubled. I went, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Tell me about it. She said, I got a volunteer. <laughs> So now she's two, but she was so happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be huge. It, you it, can it change doesn't. lives. And I look it at doesn't. our blankets. And so our chapter leader, there's a life, the volunteer that makes the blanket. It might be the same one that delivers it. The person who receives it. If it's a child, the parent of those kids, the caregivers for those kids, their lives are touched. When we deliver to batter women's shelters, 
it isn't just the women and children involved because what we're finding too is that these shelters they are doing projects where they have those people the graduating class they like to call them make blankets for the incoming so forward absolutely totally and to get out of themselves it's the best way to do it and that's the thing i think i remembered what i was going to talk about and that kind of circles around to that point of you know paying it forward one of the things that to maybe encourage our marketing group did an offsite meeting a couple months back and they did the build a bicycle thing. Okay. And it's, you know, from an HR standpoint, it's team building from a department manager standpoint, it's a team building and collaboration, but it also, you know, Hey, we did something. And I don't know if they actually took the bikes over to the over to deliver the kids or if they had to give them back to the mechanic to make them actually work or whatever. You know, I don't know. It doesn't matter. They did themselves that got them working together on it. And certainly, you know, sewing a blanket, that's kind of, there is some skill level involved with that. But certainly decorating and all the others, doing the hand quilting the or just tying it off and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, anybody can do that. Anybody. You know, so... You can put that together. Everybody, you can find a job for somebody to do if you're doing that type of an event. You know, it's not just show up and pay your money or just show up and haul. I mean, hauling and lifting is, is, is contributing, right? right? But if somebody actually, you know, sticks a needle through there and ties it off, anybody can tie a square knot or a granny knot, you know, all the knots they want. <laughs> Getting people doing stuff like that. And it. it it just gets you outside of yourself, which is one of the other points that you made. And that's that's so important these days. There's there's so much ugly around. And I know from a virtual, a mostly remote or um, completely remote, there's also a bit of disconnect that can happen. Yes, I see people all day long on on you know video calls and stuff like that. But man, when you get together, physically get together, that's powerful. And so if you're having those types of meetings, you know, the, doing the team offsite, throw something in there. There's a great challenge for us, you know, buy some fleece. It's cheap. They're coupons. Get some scissors. I have seen men standing on tables with fleece, the trim off tied around their heads, like Rambo, just having so much fun, the playfulness and accomplishing and making the best blanket and theirs is the best and it was the fastest or whatever it was. And again, it is that team building, but it's also doing something other than being on a keyboard. It's that physical memory that they will have of that time that you can't get any other way. You can make art, you can do, but something physical, digging holes and planting things, whatever it is, having that memory tied to a charity, tied to a company experience, tied to your team, brings it all and you're in. That's when you're all in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's investing, getting right. invested in it. Well, Tim, this has been delightful and so good to see you reconnect and go over some wonderful memories. Oh, yeah, it, absolutely. It doesn't change much, though. I mean, we're still trying to do it the same way. And it still works. And you're still making a difference. Still making a difference. difference. Slowly and still having a good time. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) And just delightful. It should not be this long. We'll be sure to get this up there. And everybody, you can find us at binkypatrol.show. You can find us in your favorite podcast venues because 
we're ending up everywhere and we would love for you to listen and if you have ideas or would like to be a guest let me know visit us at binkypatrol.org to learn more about our organization thank you so much 